This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He's not just a seven-footer. He's got that incredible knack for defending the rim. Huge reason why he's such a big prospect for the next level and why he's been such a great player for the next level. Oh, my goodness! Okay, that's another reason. Oh, my goodness! Wow. That was special. What a start for the Gonzaga Bulldogs. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday as we look forward to Conference Championship Week, which we're in the thick of it right now. We're going to preview three tournaments here. Um, And last night, of course, Gonzaga with Chet Holmgren wins by 10 against San Francisco. They move on to the final tonight in the WCC. Let's dive into the ACC, the WAC, the A-10, and don't forget Prop Swap here. Hoops are happening. College basketball's biggest stage is right around the corner on Prop Swap. Now it's time to find those Cinderella's while the odds are high. So get to your sportsbook, buy a handful of tickets, and list them on Prop Swap. Dark horses happen every year. So download the free Prop Swap app today. Prop Swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Guys, let's start with the ACC. Um, playing starting tonight, starting this afternoon, ACC tournament. And it's Duke, right? Duke is the favorite, as you would expect, despite the loss on Saturday. They're a pretty significant favorite here in the ACC tournament. What's interesting for me is, is looking at if there's value anywhere else not named Duke. They are at minus 125 to win this. Carolina moved significantly. Joe here, they're at plus yeah. 650, which you'd expect after what they did Saturday. I still think there's some value on Notre Dame. I said it last week. I, I still think at plus 950, they don't have a hard path. If you kind of look at the way the bracket sets up, they they can get – I mean, they have a bye, right? They have double buy. So they they can get to the final by beating North Carolina. That, that's kind of how it'll, it'll play out. Those two are on the same side of the bracket. Um, but I, I think one of those two is where the value is because I imagine one of Carolina or Notre Dame is in the final. And, and speaking of these uh, conference tournament previews that we've been doing, one that we did last week, we're in it. We made the final, a show bet. It's UNC right. Wilmington, it finally happened. I was just sitting there last night waiting for it to go wrong, waiting. And we got a call to go our way. So we're sitting in the final. We need to have a conversation later on. If we're going to just uh, roll on through with this, we're going to do any sort of a hedge or what. But uh, thrilled to see UNC Wilming- Wilmington in the title game. That coming up later today. Uh, as far as the ACC, that loss on Saturday makes me think that, boy, isn't Duke just going to win this? I mean, they are the odds-on favorite, minus 130 at a lot of your spots. Uh, the, the intriguing part is, is there enough value, right? The teams that you would consider, it kind of feels like there's not enough value after the way the number moves on North Carolina. And then if you go to ha- the bottom half of the league, the odds say that they have almost no shot. Right. I mean, Paul Aspen's all in on his cues. 
But zero uh, and nine in quad one games this season. It crossed oh, no. my mind. To be oh, fair, it did cross my mind because they do this no! every year. Did it? Crossed your mind? Buddy goes on Number a twenty-one run, in offense. You know, yeah. and the oh, I'd say the old man goes out on top, but he's not leaving. So no, <laughs> out. Yeah. yeah, no. I mean that. By the way, not to derail this conversation. That Miami debacle <laughs> was incredible. I was on Miami plus one and a half. I was on the money line. It was perfect. That was everything that is wrong with the program. That is what he's done to the program. And he's never going to leave, and they're broken. So no, we are not betting Syracuse in the ACC tournament. I know it. Yeah, I know it is March, and it is their time, and they're going to surprise us when nobody's expecting them to ever do anything. But to have to have to be zero and nine in quad one games, and then they're going to have to go on a roll of those types of games. I just it's uh, it's a tough ask. But man, their offense is good. We're talking uh, right in the doorstep of top twenty in the entire country. I just man. I have a tough time believing that it's just not a, when, when I'm looking for some value on some of these conference tournaments, I'm looking at ones that are more wide open. Right. And I, it just mm-hmm. doesn't have that feel. And I, I'm not saying that I'm going to lay the price that I'm going to go with the chalk. They're five and one in quad one games They're five and three in quad quad two games. So that's tied for the uh, tied for the most quad two wins. Now, quad one, the, the team that's close is Miami. They have the, the next best record in the conference. They are four and one. They're uh, number 16 in the country with offensive efficiency. 16 wins on the season. Miami did beat Duke in the regular season, a two-point game. So maybe we can keep, make a case for Miami. Tar Heels are the hot team right now because of what we witnessed on Saturday, high-profile game. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame, 10 to one. But, but I'm... I'm considering if you're going to go elsewhere, Miami isn't bad with the four and one in quad one games, five and five quad two, 14 to one, 22 wins on the season, and they beat Duke in the regular season. If you're going to go somewhere, I'd go Miami, and they do get that double bye because they are the four seed. Right. Yeah. What about so Virginia w- Tech? That's what I was looking at. They can shoot. So they're the seven. Coached. Um, I think they're 10 to one. I can't bet on them, but they are a really good three-point shooting team, shooting over 38% from beyond the arc. So if they get hot, um, obviously, you know, winning like four games in four days isn't easy, but that would be, I mean, listen, the ACC, it's a down year. We're used to them being one of the best conferences. I think the bottom of the conference is trash, but uh, if I think Virginia Tech could be a long shot to look at. I'd feel better if it, betting against Duke if Duke hadn't lost to Carolina. Don't you think they kind of reset yeah. themselves this week? Yeah, that, that's that's my worry. You know, if Duke had beaten Carolina and cruised in, maybe they get picked off here. But so so I'm looking at the bracket right now. So I, I do like your thought process, Aaron. That's the bottom of the bracket with Virginia Tech, right? There, it's kind of the same idea as I have on Notre Dame, Carolina. I mean, they have to win more games, but like they're they're avoiding Duke to the final. That's that. I'm going to be surprised if Duke well, goes out early in this thing. Okay, the the odds suggest like, hey, just because they're the seven and they're going to have one more game than four other teams, Virginia Tech might have something here. Uh, the metrics say what? Ken Palm's numbers say they're the second best team in the conference, right? Even though they're the seven. Uh, net rating, they are third best behind Duke and just behind North Carolina. 19 wins on the season. And they're nine to one. 
they have the third best odds, even though they are the number seven seed. So I understand why you'd consider that. But but for my money, in, in the quad one games, they were terrible this year. They were one in five. So that's where they, they do lose me. But they are playing some good ball heading into the tournament. It looks like they've won, what, nine of their last 11 games? Uh, losses to Clemson and North Carolina. They were swept this season uh, by North Carolina. And then Duke, they only played once, and they, and they lost that, that one by 11. So one thing on, on Aaron's thought on Virginia Tech, that they would be matched up in the semis or the quarters, I should say, um, with Notre Dame. Uh, and they beat them. They beat them 79-73 this year. So they have a win over Notre Dame. That That's an interesting one. All right, so so Joe, you threw out Miami. I, I yeah. like Notre Dame, and Aaron's got Virginia Tech. As, but I, I think we all are on the same page that Duke's probably going to win this thing. It's just a matter of we're trying to find that team. Is Miami on the same side as Duke? I mean, yes, they, ideally, they, they the, you, it's 1-4. They're on 1-4. Yeah, you'd like to avoid that. Right. You'd like yep. to avoid Avoid that. But you know what? If you want to win this, you're probably going to have to take out Duke at some point anyways. All right. Let's tr- let's tr- jump over to the WAC. Um, New Mexico State is the favorite here to win the WAC. And so I went into this thinking, okay, you know, there, it, everyone's a plus money. New Mexico State, you can find about plus 140. Grand Canyon, plus 320. Then you're down to the Seattle University, Stephen F. Austin's. They're in the four, plus 450, plus 550 range around there. So I thought, all right, maybe there's some good value on one of those teams. I came away after really diving in. I like New Mexico State. I, I think I think it's actually – Oh, the know, favorite. We okay. Yeah, the favorite. We haven't pushed favorites here. We're looking for value. But you're getting plus money on them. I mean, they are – they're pretty by far the best team, the way I view it. Um, so, look, they're 5-1 and one this season against the number two, three, and four seeded teams. Like, they've dominated the teams that are probably – like the ones I just mentioned that are kind of right behind them in the odds here. And they're pretty good. Like, they're a top 100 team in Ken Palm. I think they are, you know, they're a team that they look like a tournament team to me, not just like a team that's the best team in this conference. I, I like them, and I would, I would bet on them to win this tournament. What do you think? How, well, see, this is compared to the ACC. I think the WAC is uh, more wide open. So it, once you start breaking down the numbers, New Mexico State, they just happen to be number 87 in both Ken Palm and the net rating. But then it's not like there's a big drop off. Um, if you go down, the Grand Canyon is right behind them. Uh, Stephen F. Austin, very close. Seattle U is in the mix. Utah Valley, I want to get to them in a second. But New Mexico State, they do have the best record, 24-6, and six, but there are one, two, three, four, five teams that have at least 20 wins. Worth noting, New Mexico State, number 23 in luck this year. They are the only team in the WAC that has two quad one wins, so that's worth bringing up. The quad two, they have a winning record. They're 3-2 and two on the year. Uh, so they are the favorite. The second favorite is actually the four seed in Grand Canyon. And then the third favorite is Seattle U at plus 450. There were two that really jumped out that I am considering. So I, I was check, I was wondering if you were going to bring up either of them. Uh, you did not. So I don't know if I'm going to end up landing on one of these teams. The three seed, Stephen F. Austin, you can find at plus 550. They're mm-hmm. the fourth favorite. No quad one wins. They were two and three two and three in the quad two games, but they come in winning 10 consecutive games. So they, they are the team that is on fire 22 and eight on the season. 
uh, with the metrics. They're very close to the teams uh, at the top here of the WAC. And then the other one, if I move down the board a little bit, they are the seventh seed. I was taking a look at Utah Valley. Uh, the, met- the metrics, they're not that far off. They don't have any quad one wins. They're two and four in quad two. But the values there, they are 17 and one. Not coming in playing well. They lost their last two games in the regular season. However, if we look at the top two seeds, they beat New Mexico State. They also beat Seattle U. So I'm not sure that the drop-off is uh, exists that the odds suggest. Now, the problem is they're on the, the same side as uh, in the bracket as a lot of the teams I'd like. They're on the same side as New Mexico State, right? The one seed? I, I believe so. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I believe so. Um, Stephen F. Austin, I like them. They're on the same side. So I'm not going to make a bet on Stephen F. Austin and Utah Valley. I, I think they could uh, face off in Utah Valley's second game, I believe. But uh, that's what I was taking a look at if, if I do anything there. Stephen F. Austin and Utah Valley. Yeah, so it's Utah Valley, Chicago State. Then the winner yeah. of that will play um, Abilene Christian. Is that how it would work? I think so. Oh, it's Abilene Christian. Okay, they're pretty good too. Uh, same odds as Utah Valley. Yes, Abilene Christian. Oh. That, then it would be Stephen F. Austin. So they Did you go. notice? We should, we should also bring up the – it's strange how they set it up here. Very odd. Set, one and two get a triple buy. Wow. Yeah. That, one and two get a triple buy. Three and four get a double buy. Five and six get a buy. So I wonder, I was looking through the history of this tournament and who wins this conference. It, yeah. it, it had been pretty static for a while. Like, like it was like, I forget what school it was, but one of them dominated this, this conference for a while. I wonder if that's part of it, right? Good regular season. And you're kind of halfway, you mean you're almost, you're there. Like they're giving you a, a triple buy. Uh, deep into the tournament. Uh, th- okay, that's yeah. interesting. All right, let's quickly hit the where were the A10 Atlantic 10 conference here. Should we hold off? Because I, I I know our guy Paul wanna... Aspen. I mean, he bets on the Bonnies every damn night. Oh, like, I, yeah, we you might we might it? need a little extra okay. time. Uh, Paul, did you do anything with or are you considering doing anything with the ACC or the WAC? The the two that we just went over. The one team I looked at for the ACC, but just can't pull the trigger is Wake. I like they're they've got a really good offense yeah. when you look at Ken Palm, but again, like you guys said, I just don't see a ton of value there. Like Carolina, kind of the value disappeared. Um, the hot team, I mean, Wake, 29th in adjusted offensive efficiency, 54th in defense. So they play really fast, but then you look at like who have they beaten? Okay, they beat Carolina right. when Carolina wasn't playing well. You know, they've lost to Miami twice, lost to Duke twice. Beat Notre Dame. I mean, I, I kind of like Joe G's angle there. I mean, that's always a team that can get hot from the perimeter. Um, but nothing nothing worth playing there. And then as far as the whack, I mean, I'll, I'll follow no. you guys on that. I didn't really get too deep. <laughs> it is strange. It's a, it's a strange setup that they have here with the triple buy. So you do have quite the advantage if you're the one or two. And we're talking about uh, New Mexico State. You know, we didn't bring up Seattle U. They get a triple buy, and they're the third favorite. Just saying. I keep hearing that. And they were like plus 450? Do you? Okay. I mean, they're 131 in Kempom. They're 122 in net rating, 23 and 8 in the regular season. Um, But they were – they don't have any quad one wins, and they were 1 and 5 in quad two. So that's why I'm not interested. I know we uh, we quickly pivoted after we opened the show with the, uh, the the highlight and the cut from last night. It was pretty cool. Like that, it felt like March Madness started last night with that buzzer beater. Oh, dude, 
We got so lucky on the UNC Wilmington call. Very end of the game, uh, on a a play at the bucket, they called offensive charging in the final seconds. Chattanooga might be a problem. Not to steal your thunder on that. I know you're right. They might be a problem. And right now, a 4-13, they're matched up against Providence. Uh Uh-oh. I mean, See you later, Providence. Top 100, both offense, defense, and they play slow. Let me tell you, after Sunday night, I was so happy to see Furman lose in that way, too. It's beautiful. <laughs> Joe Ojo, Deer, and Oxford. Thank <laughs> you, Al Daly. Right here on the Beckyville Network. We'll go off the board next.